Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the As I See It podcast here today with another episode of Barca Base. And this is getting, this is really getting tiresome. We've just lost at home to a very poor Juventus side, 3-0. A Juventus side that is managed by a manager who has had 20, 20 games in charge. And yet outclassed Ronald Koeman who's been coaching for 20 years. We've just lost you a Juventus side that um, has made Ronaldo look incredible when I think he touched the ball probably about three times in the whole game and two of those times were from the penalty spot with the penalty kicks being converted. And Messi ran Barcelona's show until Ricky Puch came on in which he then um, aided Messi uh, and the two of them were the only two bright sparks in the whole entire team. This is disastrous. This categorically means that we will not be competing in this year's Champions League. Zero chance. Absolutely zero chance. There is no way. There is zero way that we are competing in this Champions League, when we have led the group from the first game and in the final game, the only thing we have to do to make sure that we top the group is to not let Juventus win 3-0. And you know what bottle job FC did? We let them win 3-0. It is absolutely disgraceful. Every single one of those players on that pitch today should hang their heads in utter shame, including the coaching staff. This is unacceptable. Year after year after year, we are being completely and utterly embarrassed. Embarrassed. And on the big nights when it's time for us to step up and show our worth, we show that we have zero worth. Zero. The only thing we had to do today was not win 3-0 and we would top the group. You're going to tell me that we're competing in the Champions League this season. Are you honestly going to tell me that we are good enough to compete in this year's Champions League? After watching what you watched today, after being ninth in the La Liga table, after now qualifying as the second place team in the Champions League to Juventus, who have been so poor this season and have just been taken over by someone that had zero managerial experience before and yet are doing us in our own backyard. It's utterly, utterly disgraceful. As I said, we lost 3-0, two goals from... Well, the goals for Juventus, two of them come in from penalty kicks for Cristiano Ronaldo and one from Weston McKenney. Uh, absolutely and utterly disgraceful. Let's talk about the, let's talk about the lineups. Um, man, this is getting difficult to do. Uh, let's talk about the lineups. Um, and actually, I thought Ronald Koeman picked a pretty good lineup. Um, hilarious, isn't it? I thought he pretty much picked almost the perfect lineup. Um, he went with... The formation that continues to not work for us, well, the majority of the time at least, he went for a 4-2-3-1. Um, and we had Tristegan in goal. We had a right back of Serginio Dest. Then we saw a centre-back partnership of Clement Longley, and he's gone for Ronald Arajo to partner Clement Longley um, 
as Ronald is now back from injury along with uh, Umtiti and Mingueta who are also available to be selected for tonight's game but he went with Ronald Araujo to uh, to partner Clement Longley and Jordi Alba of course at left back then the double pivots of Frankie de Jong and Miralem Pjanic who got the start over um, Busquets then we saw the attacking trio of Trincao on the right Lionel Messi um in the middle and Pedri on the left and then Antoine Griezmann up front. The only thing I would have done differently with this lineup is had Braithwaite on um, instead of Trincao. I don't like Pedri on the wing. I do not like him on the wing. I don't like Coutinho on the wing. However, I think this Barcelona team is really only working if we actually have a focal point in the attack because otherwise we are just disgraceful. Uh, and today was the same, absolutely the same. Um, so that was the lineup and that was the change I would have had. Uh, the only reason I would have taken Trincao off for uh, Braithwaite was because... Um, because of the the rest of the players playing an attack. If you took off Pedri, then someone would have to occupy that left wing and there isn't really any of those attackers that would be doing it. Um, I guess Griezmann is the closest one to do that, but that's not the way Koeman plans on playing. Um, a lot of fans also very happy to see Marilyn Pjanic get the, uh, the nod over uh, Sergio Busquets. And today, he was bad. He wasn't good. Um... Goodness. Let's just jump straight into the game, all right? Because it's it's so painful, actually, to, to even break down the absolute shit show of a performance that I just watched from minute one. Minute one, we're playing against Juventus. And we come out as if we're playing a training ground match, like, on our day off or something. It's just unbelievably bad. It's so bad. And you know what? At the beginning of the match, I was thinking, you know, it's oddly nice to see Ronaldo again, you know? Him and Messi, two absolute legends of the game. It's great to see them on the pitch at the same time together again. And that didn't last uh, for a long time. But at the beginning, that was my thought pro process. Um, also, at the begin beginning of the game, Pjanic's passing was pretty poor. Um, it was looking quite iffy. He was not finding his target with a couple of them. And uh, oddly enough, in the in I believe it was... The last game against Juventus, it took a, a Pjanic a little while to kind of settle into the role. And the same kind of thing happened today, although even when he was settled into the role, uh, it wasn't working. Um, and his shooting, man, he, that's something that, you know, he is known for as a midfielder, his ability to, to strike a good shot. But since arriving at Barcelona, the shots that he've, he, he's taken have not been good enough. But at least he's actually shooting instead of overplaying it like the whole goddamn rest of the team. But anyway, um, yeah, it was it was oddly bad passing um, from from Pjanic straight away, um, and we were struggling early on to play out from the back. You know, we were just making life difficult for ourselves once again and creating danger for ourselves completely unnecessary, serially, sorry, um, and just struggling to get into a rhythm early on. You know, we had to take control of the game, and that's absolutely not what we did in any way, shape, or form. I can't believe that on a Champions League night against one of the top teams in Europe you know, status-wise, in actual form, that they're not, but status-wise, and we're coming out just like we're having a kickabout uh, down at the park. I just can't believe the audacity of these overpaid mugs to come out and do this. Like, who the hell do you... Like, you're playing for Barcelona. Like, I just cannot understand the level, the level of, like... 
I don't know what it is. I honestly don't even know what it is. Like, the audacity to play at such a piss-poor level. To come out looking like you're just there to partake. Like, goddamn, we have got a long way to go before we see us doing actual... Doing anything of good, solid... I don't even know how to finish what I'm saying at this point. Listen, we were struggling to get into our rhythm early on, like I said, and we had to take control of the game, sorry. But the first 10 minutes, we were spent running around chasing Juventus. Um, No rhythm, no uh, coordination, no quality in in our passing, in our shooting, in our defending, in our our play in general. No pace to the game. Um, And then I was just... And then, listen... When I saw this, I was thinking there's no goddamn way that a penalty is going to be given for this. Arajo just gets the better of Ronaldo. He's stronger than Ronaldo. He shoulder barges him out the way. And it's a completely legitimate tackle. And yet the referee has given it as a penalty. Disgraceful. It's not a penalty. I do not care what any one of you say. It's not a penalty. I should just say that I've only watched it three or four times. Um, But it's not a penalty. From what I can see, it's absolutely not a penalty. It's a ridiculous call. VAR don't even seem to really look at it. They just go, yeah, yeah, no no worries, ref. Yeah, yeah. Call it as a penalty. And, you know, within, what, 11 minutes, I think? Or 13 minutes, sorry, we're giving a penalty away. Yeah? And Ronaldo puts it away. Obviously, he's going to score that. He's clinical. He loves a big occasion. And when we're handing him the opportunity to raise his stake, he's going to take it. It's disgraceful. As soon as Ronaldo and Messi, you know, um, are involved in a game together, the same thing comes up. Oh, Messi versus Ronaldo. Messi versus Ronaldo. Messi versus Ronaldo. Let's do everything to show that Messi is the better player. And throughout the 90 minutes, he showed that fully. Yet we give Ronaldo two massive opportunities to show that he is the man. Two penalties. Just disgraceful. The first one is not a penalty. However, he takes it, he scores it, and it's just absolutely ridiculous that Juventus got given a penalty for that. And uh, I guess the ref was just mind-blown that Ronaldo didn't outstrength an opponent, but all credit to Araujo, he did everything that he should have done, and the fact that he's getting penalised for that is a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. But it was so poor from Barcelona, and it reflected our play. 15 minutes in, and eventually we started to see us gain some possession, but that was it. We're doing nothing with the possession. We're constantly overplaying. We're constantly overpassing. We're always trying to pass it into the back of the net, when sometimes that isn't working. We do not have a clinical number nine. We weren't playing with Braithwaite to start, and everyone was dropping back. There's no chance for us to really attack when we're aiming for nothing. And there came the second goal for Juventus. An absolute horrific show of defending by Barcelona's defence, in particularly Longley, who had an awful night. And McKenney scores thanks to an almost non-existent defence. It's disgraceful. 2-0 down in 20 goddamn minutes. And we hadn't even started playing. We hadn't even turned up. When we did actually get the ball... It was so uninspiring. It was ridiculous. There was such a lack of ideas in the final third. And it's like, if we can't pass it into the back of the neck, then we're going to struggle. If we can't break the team down through passing, we have zero other kind of intent of trying to score a goal or any other way in which we can score a goal. 
The only person that was trying shots from distance was Pjanic, and they were poor, and also Messi on a couple of occasions, but they were straight down the throat of Buffon. We were constantly overpassing, constantly overplaying, and all Juventus had to do, they were 2-0 up. All they had to do was stay rigid and stay disciplined with their defensive positioning, and they'd cut it out eventually. Griezmann completely lacks the striker's instinct because he isn't a goddamn striker, you know? Completely, completely lacks the striker's instinct and it's cost us massively, massively. There's so many opportunities where I'm like, just take the goddamn shot. But instead he tries to run over the ball or be cute with a little pass that's completely unnecessary and it completely cuts out the play. Every time. Stop looking for someone else when you're the best placed person to take the shot you know however since the second goal I will say Araujo was pretty solid and in fact for this whole game despite losing 3-0 um, and after the two goals he was actually the best defender that we had so I think he should get the start in the next game you know but the half from Barcelona that first half was absolutely dreadful Braithwaite had to come on it was clear and obvious we needed a focal point to our attack because we just had zero um, you know, it was just, we're so clueless in the final third, so clueless. And the final few minutes, um, well, in the final few minutes of that first half, there were actually claims for a Lionel Messi penalty, uh, but VAR checked it and said no. Um, McKenney falls onto Messi's trailing foot prior to him taking the shot. Um, and I don't know, it looked a bit iffy, VAR, you know, is never wrong, so let's just, you know, go along with it, but, you know... It is what it is. And that was the first half ending, you know, just with, I mean, really, we just did not come out and play. We just did not come out and play. We had some more possession later on in the half, but it means absolutely nothing unless you're actually doing something with it, you know? And other than a couple messy shots, we look completely clueless in the final half. Like I said, completely clueless. Zero idea of what to do. We just keep passing it, keep passing it, waiting for an opportunity to, you know, cut it through. But it's not coming. And and the, the structural look of the Barcelona side when you're watching it is so bizarre. Like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. I just don't know what we're doing here. Then at the half, we did see Braithwaite come on for Trincao, um, you know, which is what I expected. Um, and then we came out in the second half completely exactly the same like we did in the first, just non-existent, completely non-existent. And it would have been 3-0 to Juventus if it wasn't for a great save by Testegen, a brilliant save by Testegen. But Lenglet with a clear handball, completely clear handball, VAR checks it and it's another Juventus penalty and Ronaldo puts it again away into the back of the net, you know, third for Juve, second for Ronaldo and we're making them look far better than they are, they are an average team, they really are right now, we're just that bad that we're making them look unbelievable and you know to that extent making Ronaldo look unbelievable one he's had literally about three touches of the ball the whole game and two of them was him taking the penalties it's unbelievable he did zero he influenced the game when we talk about actual in-game play he was less effective than an ant it was so 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 unbelievable but you know what it will be the headlines will go ronaldo destroys messi and whatever blah 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 
unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm absolutely ashamed of this Barcelona side right now, and it's becoming incredibly embarrassing to see such high-paid players, such infrastructure that this club has. You know, the 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 years of history that this club and yet we're 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 doing things like this on a yearly basis. We're funding the careers of others. It's unbelievable. Messi had had three shots, I think, by the time that the second half rolled round, or just after the, the start of that second half, and they were all directly at Buffon. Um, and like I said, Lenglet was having an extremely poor night, um, and as himself and Jordi Alba actually came off for Umtiti and Junior Firpo, uh, they actually made way for those two in the 55th minute. So Umtiti in his first game back after, I think, 151 days out, I believe it was something, it was 150 something, I want to say 151, um, days out he's finally back in the the starting sorry 161 days he's finally back in the the squad list and he has to come back and and face um and face Juventus in the 55th minute because I Clement Longley was having one of the worst games ever he was actually lucky in a way not to get a red card because his handball that led to the penalty was not given as a, a yellow card and that would have been the second yellow so yeah uh, if you follow me uh, and the Barcelona page that I run at Barca Base Official on Instagram, you will have seen that prior to the game, in fact, in the, the morning of, um, I said, I said this, I posted this. I said, let me find it. Hold on. I said, I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit worried for tonight's game. I think the lack of wing wingers could be a real issue for us. Really hope I'm wrong and we can get the better of Juventus. Forza Barca. I was proven absolutely correct the lack of a Dembele was criminal for us we had Pedri who I love but he's not a goddamn winger Trincao was really non-existent he was very poor today he seems very nervous when he's playing I don't know what it is maybe the, the couple you know chances that he should have put away are playing on his mind or whatever it is but he needs to start you know really because he has the talent own it he's just not owning it but as I said, prior to the game, 11 hours ago I posted this, I was completely and utterly proven right. The lack of wingers really was an issue. We had no pace on the counter. We had no pace with the press. We had no one that was really taking on players from uh, a wing position that could, you know, start something. Uh, instead, everything was coming centrally and anything that was coming wide was that old uh, combination of Messi, Jordi Alba. Messi going out to Jordi Alba, Jordi Alba playing it back into Messi. Uh, and that's just, everyone knows that by now, you know? And it did lead to a chance but again Messi's finishing uh was poor and that was the that was a goddamn shame because he did have a few shots that he pretty much created for himself um but since the start of that first half you know 10 minutes in and we hadn't shown up yet again structurally it was just so poor and don't I really don't understand what we were set up to do I don't know what Coman's trying to achieve having Griezmann as the striker just does not work it doesn't work he isn't a striker. He can't play as a striker. I think that's been proven now. He really does not work as a striker. And then unexpectedly, actually, in the 65th minute, Ricky Puig came onto the field um, and replaced Pedri. It was incredibly unexpected, but incredibly... Um, 
I was very excited to see that happen, even if we were losing uh, 3-0 at the time. But he immediately came in and impacted the game. His desire, his hunger, his eagerness, his dynamic way of playing. He always plays on the front foot. And uh, he is just an, a magnificent, magnificent footballer. And he really, since... I, I put him up there for Barcelona with man of the match, him and Lionel Messi. And he played, what, 25 minutes? Just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It really is crazy, but he really was that good. Someone else I thought was pretty decent since coming on was actually Junior Firpo. Um, I actually think off of the back of that performance, he should get the start uh, in, in the next game. Jordi Alba isn't good enough. He is done at the top level now. He is capable of having some good performances, don't get me wrong. But we need someone to be competing toe-to-toe with him. I'm really not sure Junior Firpo is that guy. But he has just played a pretty... Well, since came coming on, I thought he was pretty good. So maybe he should get the start. But I just want to highlight Pooch, okay? He was unbelievable since he's entered the pitch. Truly unbelievable. And he needs to start now. There isn't a question. The willingness, after today's game, he goes above Pedri in the pecking order of who starts. The willingness to win every single ball, regardless of whether it, look, whether it looks like he can or not, is unbelievable. He's always there. He's always trying everything in his power to do the best for the team. And it's so evident. Since he came on in the 65th minute, we were a much better team. I think he'd done more running in the first 10 minutes of coming on than the whole Barca team had the whole game. You know what I mean? I can't emphasize how good he was. And I'm not talking about just his passing or his... By the way, the way he was passing as well, the spreading of the play. But the the thing I found the most impressive was he single-handedly changed the tempo of the game. And you have to be extraordinary to be able to do that as a player. And he's doing it at the age of 21, something Xavi used to be responsible for, controlling the tempo of the game. He single-handedly quickened the pace, dictated the pace, and created what a player, what a player. Yes, he skied a shot that was outside of the box. Who cares? Honestly, who cares? He had a go, and it's the first shot he's probably had in what? A lot of time. Once we see him getting minutes, yeah, like it's thoroughly deserved, we'll see shots starting to go in. We'll see even better Ricky Pooch performances. And that is a very exciting prospect. A very exciting prospect. He was unbelievable. There's no excuse now not to start him. No excuse. We almost went 4-0 down. Well, actually, we did for a moment. Uh, Ball came in from a corner... There was a just, again, dreadful defending. And it comes in the end to Bonucci, um, who put the ball into the back of the net. But it was offside, thankfully, um, as it was already embarrassing enough as it was. You know, we were 3-0 down. We were making Juventus look good. We were just absolutely atrocious. And then the final change of the game came in the 81st minute for Barcelona. As Arajo, he went up for a challenge. Um and fell and it really winded him so he came off for the last uh, nine game minutes for Mingueza um, and and that was it funnily enough Ronaldo when he 
picked up the ball um, for like the first time in the game in the 81st minute or, or like the 82nd, 83rd, 84th minute or something. I think he tried to nutmeg Mingueza or tried to take him round it. Mingueza just said, huh, nope, not happening uh, and just completely controlled that situation. So that's good to see as well. Um, I just, yeah. Since Pooch came on, we were a better side. There's no doubt. You know, he, he as I said, dictated the tempo of the game. He quickened the the, the pace of the game. Um, and we were very dominant then in our play and in our possession. But there was just no attacking outlet. Braithwaite was all right since he came on. He held the ball up well. Um, he was more imp- impactful than Griezmann was in the in the full game, to be honest. And he has to start next next game. But for me, Messi and Pooch, both man of the matches. Um, and our possible round of 16 draws now, because coming second, because we let... Juventus beat us 3-0 are Bayern Munich Liverpool Borussia Dortmund Chelsea and Manchester City I don't even want to play them what is the point in being in this competition if we're not going to compete I don't want to play any of them I really don't because I don't think I can take another extremely embarrassing performance. If we play one of them, we play our absolute socks off, we go toe-to-toe with them, we give them a game and we lose, fair play. But when we're just going to allow them to just batter us, when we're just going to roll over and let them absolutely kick the living hell out of us, I'm not there for it. Because we're Barcelona and we should be competing seriously in every single game that we go into. A 2-1 loss to Cadiz, where we we didn't even score ourselves, and we gifted them both goals. We gifted them all three goals today, but definitely two, two penalties. We're just so poor. Testagen came out at the end of the game and said, the result is painful. There is a big margin for improvement, but we were not very bad. Have to disagree with you there, Testagen. Yes, the last little bits um, you know, of the game since Pooch came on, we were dominant, but atta- like there was no outlet. We weren't actually creating chances, like clear-cut chances. He then went on to say, we have two problems, individual mistakes and the way we defend. I don't agree with that. I mean, yes, they are two problems, but our attack needs some serious, serious looking at as well because every time we're in attacking positions, we're not capitalizing. We're not creating 1v1 opportunities. We're just not. Oh, gosh. Here's an interesting stat. In in 85 minutes that Ricky Pooch has played this season, he's provided five key passes, seven accurate long balls, and had 138 ball contacts and completed four dribbles. Honestly, honestly, honestly. Oh, here's the other thing. Um, Barcelona had seven shots on target against Juventus and they were all from Messi. Yet Ronaldo's going to get the headlines because he scored two penalties and wasn't involved in the game any other than that. I just... Honestly, Ricky Pooch is better than any midfielder that we have at the club right now. In terms of coming in and playing a game, he will have a better game than any midfielder in the club right now. I'm not joking. It's not a hot take. You know, I'm not trying to say it to be controversial. I genuinely believe that. 
He was the only one when he came on that was really linking up with Messi, providing Messi with opportunities, starting plays, trying to finish plays. We have to accept that, oh, oh my goodness. Well, honestly, our possible round of 16 draws, Bayern Munich, Liverpool, Borussia Dortmund, Chelsea and Manchester City, we're gone. The only team that I think we could feasibly beat is Manchester City there. Chelsea look good at the moment. I think they could be beatable, but they could definitely beat us. Borussia Dortmund, Liverpool and Bayern Munich. Goodness gracious. Oh, goodness gracious. Lenglet needs to up his game. This season, last season he was brilliant. This season he's not done, he's not done good. Coman has been found out tactically today. It was very poor. It was extremely poor. And I just don't, I just, well, honestly, like, where do we go? I just, the, the, the thought of going ahead and winning at the weekend, yeah? The thought of going ahead and winning at the weekend and continuing this cycle of, you know, forgetting that we're absolutely horrific is just doing my head in. If we go ahead and beat Levante comfortably, I couldn't give less of a shit because we, we are so poor whenever we face a big team. Even when we don't face a big team like Cadiz, you know? Those three games, Dynamo Kiev, Osasuna and Ferenvaros, those three games made us think we were something we weren't. There's moments of brilliance. But there's far, far too many occasions where we're being completely and utterly found out as a completely tactical inept uh, setup team. <sighs> yeah, listen, I could go on. I mean, there's so many problems. There's so many problems. And it's bigger than anyone. It's bigger than the manager. It's bigger than... Oh my goodness, we are really, really in a bad spot and we're just so trying to deny it, you know what I mean? We've been so used to greatness as Bar as being Barcelona fans, but we're so far away from it right now. And coming to terms with that is the most difficult thing. Because every time we get a glimpse of hope, like we did in those three games, we get brought right back down to reality. Right back down to reality. I repeat, this is a team that is set up by a manager that's had 20 official matches in his whole managerial career against Ronald Koeman, who's had 20 years of managerial experience and we're being found out. We're being dealt with. Griezmann came out after the game and said, whose fault is it? We are the ones who play. Today, we are, uh, today has been an ugly image for us and for the fans. I think we have the level and talent. But we must always want to show it. Not like in the first half, in which we didn't do anything. Couldn't agree more. No matter the opponent of the round of 16, we have to prove that we can win the Champions League. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Because they're, they're proving time and time again that we can't win the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Goodness. Goodness, goodness, goodness. I don't know what we're going to do. We, we need a striker. I think, I don't know why Haaland would want to come here, but I think he is, he has to be the priority. Um, 
he he really is unbelievable Haaland and he has a complete complete tunnel vision on being the best and scoring every single goal and he gets pissed if he gets substituted he gets pissed if the team's not playing well he gets pissed if he's not scoring that's the type of players we need it's the type of players we need Oh, goodness. What a poor, 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 poor performance. 26 minutes played by Ricky Puig. 49 touches, 93% pass accuracy, two key passes, two long balls, one successful dribble, four duels won, and one tackle. Seven shots on target by Lionel Messi, 11 in total, more than any other player in a Champions League game without scoring since at least... 2003-2004 uh, that's a problem it's a real problem listen guys that's been everything for today's episode it's been really painful what a painful watch as well it's just shocking but that is how it is being a Barcelona fan right now is very difficult and we seem to be in free fall um a weirdly controlled free fall it's odd it's really odd don't know fully what the solution is i'm going to let this result sit in um uh, set in sorry and and kind of try and come to terms with the reasoning for this shocking 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 display of football that we witnessed tonight but that has been everything for today's episode of barca base if you want to continue and stay up to date with myself uh, i run a barcelona themed instagram page called at barca base official if you haven't already checked it out go ahead and check it out and hit that follow button if you're feeling generous um you can always unfollow later if you don't like it so listen that's been everything for today's episode i've been your host gabriel rodriguez and i'll catch you in the next one peace